How do you ensure that your company is not boxed in by digital disruption? Well, who better to ask that of than the CIO of Box? Hi, I'm Scott Smith for Gartner ThinkCast, and I'm very pleased to welcome to the program Box Chief Information Officer Paul Chapman. Paul can provide a unique view of digital transformation, both in helping Box's clients make that move and in guiding Box on that journey, as well as for his previous employers, including HP and VMware. Box describes itself as a, quote, enterprise content management platform that solves simple and complex challenges from sharing and accessing files on mobile devices to sophisticated business processes like data governance and retention, end quote. Box helps 41 million users across 74,000 businesses, including 59% of the Fortune 500, to manage content in the cloud. Well, we're glad to have Paul on the phone with us for a two-part conversation on a wide range of topics, including the challenges of maximizing digital potential, why CIOs need to be at the forefront of that effort, how to take true advantage of the cloud, and how to impact customer experience. Paul, Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Digital business, I mean, your company is is right there at the forefront and really changing the way we have thought about how we exchange information, how we uh, store information and so forth. Everything that really lies at the crux of uh, this digital era. As you've watched your clients and your company develop, what in your mind, do companies need to adjust in their mindsets to really take advantage of digital business? Well, I think one of the misconceptions a lot of the time is that people naturally gravitate towards this being a technology solve, that going digital is about implementing a set of technologies that get you to a digital outcome. And that actually isn't the case. Granted, software and technology is an enabler to a set of outcomes, but unless you really think through how you rewrite your company versus rewrite your software, you're going to miss the desired end state. And what we see is a lot of companies often think through what they need to do and why they need to do it relatively quickly, and then struggle with the how part. Because you really do have to rethink your operating model, your business model, before you even define a set of digital experiences and then deliver those experiences through technology. So I think that that's probably the biggest learning is is that companies can no longer operate with the existing operating model and business model and expect to be a digital company. So then is it a a, uh, a culture shift we're dealing with, with? What is the biggest challenge that you see clients wrestling with as they move to become more digital? Well, I think what you see is is that a lot of companies, and what made companies successful, you know, we like to say what allowed them to sort of win in the industrial economy. Companies have become successful by incrementally, in a stepwise linear way, making incremental improvements to their business to stay in front. But the rules have changed. And the things that made the incumbents successful are now often the anchors. I mean, you still have to run your existing business today. You still have to take orders and ship product and recognize revenue. 
But at the same time, you have these digitally native companies that are able to really rethink from the ground up. They start with a clean sheet in an unconstrained view. And it's the existing constraints on running the existing business. And you think about operating model, and you think about organizational structures, and you think about the processes that you've implemented over the years to optimize your business. Unfortunately, it's no longer a stepwise linear set of improvements that's actually going to shift to a new way of operating. You have to rethink from the ground up. And I think that that's where organizations get stuck. So, so is it uh, in that uh, planning phase, Paul, or is it where is a, uh, a common mistake that you see companies making as they try to wrestle with this? Well, it changes company to company, and it depends on where they are in their life cycle to some degree and how you approach transformation. If you go to some of the larger enterprises that were born way back in the last century that have been built out of acquisition, growing to a very large complex scale, the aligned incentives inside the organization, or lack thereof, really become resistance to change. And so you have, you know, I think studies sort of show on average 30% of an organization knows where you're going as a company and how you're going to get there and they're on board. 30% don't, uh, but they're willing to learn and invest and get on board. And 30% don't, won't, and potentially never will. And I think the challenge is it's not just starting with technology and thinking it's going to be a technology implementation that gets you where you want to, as I mentioned earlier. It really is how do you make sure the organization is aligned, you have an aligned set of incentives for the outcome on the other side, and then commitment to that. I think if you have a lot of people in an organization that don't understand or know what the outcome looks like for them at the individual level, and if you don't solve that problem, it makes it really, really hard to change your organization because you have a lot of resistance inside the company. Our guest is Paul Chapman, the CIO of Box.com. And Paul, Gartner makes the point that this digital transformation creates new openings for CIOs because, as you pointed out, this is not just about technology. So really everything has to be blended in from the start, from the strategy stage forward. From your experience, how can CIOs impact or even guide this digital transformation? I think there's a number of ways, right? As you think through how you deliver or operate is a new digital operating model, a new digital business model, a set of digital experiences. You know, a lot of things are now much more data-driven. They're much more driven by the new ways of working, the new styles of working. You know, today we have, you know, an entirely new style of employee, a new style of workplace, a new style of IT. You know, over the last 10 or so years, we've seen, you know, these mega trends around mobile ubiquity, all access to almost infinite compute with cloud computing, a networked economy, the ability to connect with our partners, suppliers, employees, you know, around the world. And all of this is really foundationally built on technology. And so the CIO is in the best position to really share what the future state. Think about future state reference architecture as a term. The CIO is the best person to go out to the future and define what that new set of digital models look like for the company and then back into where you are today and help to map out 
through a set of sort of guiding principles how you move in that direction. And I think that no one in the organization is probably better suited than the CIO to put that together. I want to turn toward your experiences, your experience in Box.com's experience, because really you've been at the forefront of this digital transformation. Box, the and I look at it from Box is really a centralized platform, but often when we think of digital, it's more the reverse, decentralized. Suddenly we can utilize multiple vendors, it seems, anywhere, anytime, with multiple regions doing business anywhere in the world different buying centers within the enterprise. Everything just seems to be um, spread out even more. So uh, what's the balance there? What's the benefit then to a centralized approach to digital? Well, I don't know if it's a centralized approach to digital as much as, as you think about the new architecture that's emerging. It's what's allowed companies like Uber and Airbnb and Netflix to scale so rapidly It's really about speed to differentiating value. And how do you focus on the things that are core to your differentiating value? And how do you leverage the best of breed capabilities that are now available to you in, call it the internet of API world, the platform economy? How do you leverage these highly reliable, highly scalable services and how do you bring them together to curate the experience that you know, your customers, partners, suppliers, employees get? And that's really, I think, what the art is here. It's you don't have to go build everything. You don't have to go create everything. You don't have to go develop everything. You leverage and you assemble, and then you add your differentiating value on top. And I think what that really gives you is speed. It gives you agility in your architecture. It gives you a much larger freedom from infrastructure, which has sort of slowed us down in the past. And I think that that's really what's emerging is this new sort of IT reference architecture. And I don't think it's about things being sort of at the edge, you know, everybody going out and buying a bunch of services that are not connected together. In the most part, the value comes together when it's the sum of all the parts that are booked together. How do we get the most out of that sum of all the parts? We'll explain that next time on Gartner ThinkCast when we continue our conversation with Box CIO Paul Chapman. A quick program note, Gartner is an impartial independent analyst of the information technology industry. All content provided by other enterprises is expressly the views of the speakers and their enterprises. The information should not be construed as a Gartner endorsement of said enterprises, products, or services. What we'll definitely endorse is that you check out the Gartner webinars at gartner.com slash webinars and our many other Gartner ThinkCast conversations, which can be found at gartner.com slash podcasts. Or you can subscribe to Gartner ThinkCast via iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. For Gartner ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening.